This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Hope you've been able to enjoy some of the glorious sunshine in Kent today. Um, Good news is it's here to stay for the weekend as well, which is fantastic. Now, we're going to start off today's podcast on Friday, February the 26th, with more reaction to our top story from yesterday, actually. And that was the inadequate rating given to the A&E department at Kent's biggest hospital. You might remember I told you that inspectors visited Medway Maritime in Gillingham back in December because they were concerned about patient safety. They found people were waiting too long in ambulances, their care wasn't escalated quickly enough if necessary, and there were also concerns over infection control. Well, following the release of that report today, we're hearing from two women who are grieving the loss of loved ones who'd been treated there. First today, let's hear from Amanda Baker. Her father, Robert, passed away at Medway Maritime last November after contracting COVID while there. He would still be here today if he hadn't gone into Medway Hospital. That's very hard, um, very difficult for, for us as a family to deal with. You think you're sending him to the hospital to be cared for, looked after. And he was making a really, really good, um, re- he was responding really well to the treatment. They was happy for him to come home. And obviously they spoke to my mum on the Monday. And then that afternoon they said that he contracted the virus and he obviously went downhill from then and he died a week later. So, yeah, he'd made a really good recovery from the initial um, diagnosis of the urine infection. So he'd, he'd made a very good um, recovery and was ready to come home. So, yeah. Samantha Tucker's husband, Paul, also passed away at the hospital in November. She's been telling us how she'd raised concerns throughout the time he was there. He wasn't right when he was in there and I brought things to their attention so many times. And over and over again, um, people were just ignoring the fact that I could see something wasn't right with him. Um, and and no, I was having daily contacts with the doctors. I was talking to them twice a day. Um, I was able to take some stuff into him on a couple of occasions. Um, and the last time I saw him, he, he just looked awful. He, he was just, you know, they actually moved him from the COVID ward and put him in um, in a ward full of elderly people. And obviously, I don't know whether these people knew um, that he then tested positive for COVID because he was right in the middle of the ward, right on the pathway. And because Medway was so busy and people were, you know, because there was COVID popping up everywhere all over that hospital, um, the patients were, were squashed in a lot tighter than a normal ward. Um, you know, they should, it, he was in like um, like an open ward. It wasn't in um, bays of four. So I don't know what's happened to these patients. And they were all elderly. I mean, Paul was probably the youngest on there. Well, yesterday, we also told you that the hospital had released a statement to the Kent Online podcast and said that an improvement plan has been put in place. You can read that full statement by heading to kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online News. 
The mother of a homeless man who was murdered in a Dover graveyard says she's lost her treasure. 55-year-old Piotr Lachetta was attacked and killed in Cowgate Cemetery, where he'd been living in a tent in September 2019. While a man and woman have been jailed for life after being convicted of murder, DCI Gavin Moss was the senior investigating officer and has been telling us what happened on the night. Local residents heard lots of shouting and arguing going on between two males in particular. As a consequence of that, it led um, very sadly to the death of Piotr Lechetta, who was the victim in this case. Um, the following morning, a dog walker found the, uh, the body of Piotr Lechetta, reported it to the police, and those that were responsible were arrested very promptly afterwards by those attending officers. As a result of that, a murder investigation then followed, um, and... Um, the injuries that sustained, Mr Lechetta sustained um, amounted to uh, blunt force trauma, trauma, a brutal assault um, to uh, his head, his chest um, and his neck um, and as a consequence of that he's, uh, it led sadly to his death. Um, the investigation itself was um, a very thorough investigation. Uh, no stone was left unturned. Um, we did our utmost in order to um, seek justice for the family of Piotr Lechetta, um, and that led to us speaking to a number of witnesses. Um, unusually, in a case such as this, there was very little in the way of, um, of telephone evidence, of online media. Um, it was largely due to um, a number of local residents who the uh, police went and spoke to um, and as a consequence of that we were able to build our case around them um, and then that led to uh, the trial that then followed. Um, I'm absolutely delighted with the, with the outcome at, at, at the of the trial. Um, the sentences uh, reflected um, the brutal, sustained attack that Mr Lechetta was subjected to. What I would like to do um, is pay tribute to those witnesses that came forward um, to help us with this investigation. In total, we heard evidence from 44 witnesses, whether that was in, in person or indeed via remote means. Um, I'm incredibly grateful to them um, in coming forward to helping us um, because that led ultimately to the conviction of Justin Burnett and Claire Lund. 48-year-old Claire Lunn and 38-year-old Justin Burnett, who are also homeless, are starting a minimum of 19 years in prison each. A Medway man's been ordered to remove a paved walkway he put down after tidying an overgrown path outside his house. This is actually our most read story on Kent Online today. Mick Hungerford thought he was doing his bit for the community and spent £300 getting rid of weeds and rubbish and laying a path on Swift Crescent in Walderslade. However, MHS Homes say is their land and he didn't have permission to build it. Well, you can see pictures and let us know what you think by commenting on the story. Latest data shows one area of Kent is lagging behind the rest when it comes to the coronavirus vaccination. Despite being the county's largest district, Medway is still waiting for a mass vaccine centre a month after one was promised. Just 23% of people in the towns have received their first jab. That's compared to 27% across the rest of the county. You can see what the figures are like for where you live at kentonline.co.uk. The Kent Online Podcast with Serenity Parks. 
Some cases from court to let you know about now. A lorry driver who hid £160,000 worth of cocaine in his overhead locker has been jailed for five years. Border Force officers searched the cab when the 47-year-old from Poland was stopped at Dover's Eastern Docks last month. €10,000 in cash was also found in a compartment by the driver's seat. A Tunbridge man who took almost £50,000 from his elderly mum to fund a gambling addiction has avoided going to prison. Gary Evans was in charge of paying her care home costs and was found out when bills weren't settled. The 57-year-old from Old Hadlow Road has been given a suspended sentence and told to do 200 hours of unpaid work. And a Medway man who pinned an elderly woman against a kitchen cupboard by her neck and stole two gold rings from her fingers has been jailed for six years. West Higgins had previously offered to do some gardening work at a home in Rochester and despite doing nothing, turned up in November asking for more money. The 33-year-old from Humber Crescent admitted robbery. Kent Online reports. It's feared plans to close an Asda warehouse in Dartford as part of a major restructure of the company could impact other shops in the area. The site in Sandpit Road, where online orders are put together, has been identified as surplus to requirements. While hundreds of jobs are now at risk, we've been catching up with local councillor Kelly Grian, who's hoping some staff can be kept on. I know there's talk about some other jobs being saved and going into other areas of Asda, which you know hopefully is good news, but in terms of... Um, but all we lose here in Dartford, as it being a valued part of the town, it's really, really disappointing. Supermarket bosses say they're reacting to a shift towards online grocery shopping during the pandemic. Dover is apparently the most affordable place in the southeast for people trying to get on the property ladder. Research by Nationwide Building Society has found the typical first-time buyer would spend about five and a half times their earnings. That's compared to 17 times in Kensington and Chelsea, which is the least affordable location in Britain. Two national chains have pulled out of Sittingbourne's regeneration project. Pizza Express and dessert chain Creams were set to open in the new Bourne Place Leisure Quarter as part of the multi-million pound regeneration of the town centre. There is some good news, though. The cinema and bowling alley, we're told, have now been completely fitted out. Now, you've probably heard of a few dog thefts recently. Now, a number of ferrets have been stolen from Ashford. Six of the animals have been reported missing following two separate break-ins. A warning has been issued to other owners. It's been 50 years since a devastating train crash which shocked the whole of Kent and indeed the rest of the UK. On this day, back in 1971, a train packed with 80 passengers failed to stop at the end of the line in Sheerness. It demolished a ticket office and left the station before coming to a stop on a taxi. Well, incredibly, only one person died in the rush hour disaster, but 11 were injured. You can read our special report on this story. We've spoken to some of those survivors at kentonline.co.uk. And finally today, keepsake items that once belonged to Charles Darwin's daughters are going to go on showing Kent later this year. A red leather box was passed down through the family and holds a collection of treasures. Olivia Fryman is from English Heritage. I think for me, it very much represents how interconnected family life and Charles Darwin's work at Down House were. Um, you know, he, he was a very um, hands-on father. He took a great interest in the lives of his children and encouraged them in all of their hobbies and interests. And we know that he also encouraged them to get involved in his experiments and observations at Down. Um, so I think, you know, it was very much the case that family life and Charles's research and scientific interests were um, sort of uh, completely bonded together. Um, and that was that was very much the way that 
the family operated. They'll go on display at Darwin's Kent home, Downhouse, following conservation. Kent Online Sport. Football and Gillingham travel to promotion chasing Portsmouth this weekend. The game follows a disappointing 1-0 defeat at AFC Wimbledon in the week, which saw the winner coming in the 89th minute. Well, the Jills are currently 15th in the League One table and on a real mixed run of form, defender Ryan Jackson is looking forward to going to Fratton Park. Yeah, we're buzzing, you know. Um, it's a good place to go. Uh, exciting. Um, obviously, unfortunately, there's no fans, but hopefully uh, next season... Um, there will be, but uh, yeah, we are, especially obviously after the result we had on Tuesday, um, we just want to just try to put it right and bounce back. Hopefully, if we if we can try to perform uh, as well as we've done against uh, like Charlton and stuff, um, I'm sure we, we'll be able to get a result. Kick-off tomorrow is at three. Well, that's all from me for today. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks.